0: You can guess. We have extended Christmas in August. I am Steve Olivas and Breakwell over there. James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. You are going to have to obliterate my entire face if you want to censor this.
1: (laughs) I am up to the challenge. I would gladly just put a giant (laughs) black box on there. I got to say, our ratings would skyrocket if people could just see a little bit less of you. So I'm definitely going to pursue that. I'm going to...
0: Well, I have decided for the four weeks in August that we're doing this, I am going to have a different like, winter hat because it's a winter wonderland that we're giving. We're giving our listeners the podcast that they deserve, James, <laughs> because we live in the era of what people deserve. Hard work is for suckers, man. Everyone deserves the best of everything all the time, and they don't even have to earn it anymore. So here you go. Wrong and wronger back this week, and we got a great topic. Just give them a little tease for the topic, and I got a couple things to talk about and I'm sure you do too.
1: Yeah, I absolutely do, but we are going to argue about which is better, talk radio or music radio.
0: And uh, just for the sake of the listeners, how long ago did we determine
1: that was going to be the topic? 10 to 15 seconds before we started broadcasting, so (laughs) it's somewhere right in there. And we didn't have any prep because who came up with the topic? My wife. I just, I asked her because you came up with a terrible topic, so I asked her to come up with a better topic and she came through. That's how wives work. So, (laughs)
0: Well, well, unfortunately, that's true. Maybe fortunately, they keep us out of trouble. So talk radio versus music radio. All right, we're going to get to that in a second, James. But outside of just how awesome I look right now, and I can tell that you're a little bit gobstruck by just how incredible this whole visage is in front of you. My cherub face that is shrouded (laughs) in the ski hat. But speaking of sheriffs, speaking of good looking people, one of our viewers was kind enough to send in a list. Now if then let me give a little backstory to this, James. And I know you're bracing for impact Hi. right now, because when I go off <laughs> on one of these little jags, you always are you got your finger on the on the dump button right now. You're gonna bleep half of this out, I know. But uh, we had a conversation last week about my being enamored with Olivia Newton-John in that physical video, and I asked you who your object (laughs) of desire was when you were 15, and you went dark. You went radio silent on the whole thing. (laughs) I don't know if you've had time to rethink your drinking on this one, but one of our viewers came up with a list for me, and I was just going to run through the four gals that she put, or he, I don't know if it was a he or a she, and uh, just give the James Breakwell thumbs up or thumbs down on each of these.
1: Do you want to play along with the home version I, of our game, James? I really don't. <laughs> I was actually thinking about what you said the other day, like, uh, you know, crushes and things like that. And there was one. Um, you know, one of the, like the, the 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 you know like perfect you know models from way back in the day, from when I was in high school. And one of them actually ended up following me on Twitter. Like she follows me today. Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was a surreal moment. <laughs> it was like, man, if I was fifteen, this would have been the exciting, most exciting news of my life. But I was like thirty-one at the time with four kids. I was like, well, all right then. That doesn't that doesn't do me a lot of good. But I guess it's an ah. honor. Better late than never. She had her chance. She this had her is chance. true. Had she she doesn't know what she missed out on. Clearly.
0: Is she a household name?
1: No, not, not probably not. No. Oh, I, okay. I got to shoot low. Come on, Steve. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, you know who followed me out of the blue was the guy from Cash Cab, which is one of our favorite shows to watch on TV. I don't know if you ever watched the show, but it was a weird kind of moment where I thought, well, who the heck am I that he would follow me? But I thought that's still kind of cool. You know I, but let me go through this. Okay,
1: okay, fine. Oh, go You're going to just make this awkward. I'm just going to give them all a blanket thumbs up right yeah. now. I'm going gonna, gonna to be body positive yeah. they're all thumbs up. Who, who am I to judge oh, you? Have, oh you God. have seen what Jeez, I look what? like, Steve. You have seen what I look like. I have no room to judge anyone. Male, female, animal, it doesn't matter. i have I have no room to judge anyone. <sighs>
0: What must your life be like, James, knowing that your entire career is so fragilely poised on this, this pinnacle where if you just say one wrong word, all of it is going to come crashing down all around you? How much stress do you live with? I am
1: walking on eggshells filled with dynamite. That is my life every second of every day. And it takes once in this culture of Internet outrage one time and you're done. Yeah, but then you can get more outraged,
0: and then you win the internet, right? I, it's whoever's more outraged. I don't these think days. that's
1: how it works. Uh, the speaking of the cash cab guy, the one I want to follow me who never has yeah. is Derek Waters. My my wife and I our date night activity is to watch Drunk History, and we were I was actually a double major. So I had a major in English and History, and my wife majored in Chemistry and History. We both love history, and on that show, comedians get drunk and they repeat history stories, and uh, it's hilarious, and we drink right along with them, and they've actually. They've had somebody who's just Twitter famous on there before. I keep waiting for my chance, and he won't even follow me on Twitter, so it's it's not gonna happen. But that's that's my real crush. I don't I don't I don't need all these women to follow me. I need that guy to follow me so I can get on Drunk wow. History, and then my life will be complete.
0: <laughs> well, it is a big circle. Yeah. I'm just gonna go through this list because I'm sort of <laughs> your Just do it. No, you can't get me off of this. No, I will not be thwarted. <laughs>
1: Oh, all right.
0: So, the, the question was, who was sort of hot? Which women were hot in the year 2000, which was the year that you turned 15, and you came into your own <laughs> as a fully functioning beast that just exuded sensuality that you still are today? Clearly. Ah. So, here are the... <laughs> James, we can't all look like this. You know what
1: I'm saying? (laughs) You know, you said you were going to give them Christmas in August. What you're really giving them is a sweaty guy in a hat. That's what you've got right there. (laughs) Overheating cranium.
0: (laughs) What could be better? I read a study once when I was in probably uh, my junior... Let's see. I had already gotten kicked out of one college, and I know where I was going to school. So it must have been my junior or senior year of college. I read something that said... When the brain gets hotter, it thinks more efficiently. And so I would always wear a stocking cap. I'm bridging the communication gap here. I would always wear a winter hat to take exams in college after that. That's a true
1: story. I think that theory was thought up by somebody with a melting brain. I don't think there's any (laughs) any proof behind that. But continue with your list so we can get this over with and move on to the actual broadcast here.
0: It's interesting because these are all good-looking women, but whether you're, you got to be, they got to sort of be in your wheelhouse. Because uh, I'll give you my opinion too. So number one, Christina Aguilera, James Breakwell, thumbs up or thumbs down? I told
1: down. you I'm going to give everybody a thumbs up. I'm very body positive. Oh,
0: that's right. Everybody's <laughs> a winner. Everyone's perfect, just the way they are. They are. are. I forgot. Christina Aguilera, you could do a lot worse than Christina Aguilera, and that gal can sing. She can flat out bring it, so that's a that's a good choice. Number two, Giselle Bunchen. Do you know who that is? That's Tom Brady's wife, right?
1: <laughs> do you know who that is? Isn't that? Isn't that Tom Brady's wife? Isn't that... Yes, it is okay, yes. and I, you know, I'm sure she's a wonderful person, but she did marry the Antichrist, so that's going to be a strike against her. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with how she looks, and everything to do with the team that Tom Brady plays for. So I'm going to have to, i give her a thumbs down. I'm afraid it's just, oh yeah, the oh, Patriots. You wow. know, you you marry into that family, that just says something bad about you.
0: Well, all right. We're gonna get the whole team Giselle rising up like a tsunami (laughs) against you. Number three, I don't know. I don't think I know who this is, but you probably do because it's sort of your time frame. But Melissa Joan Hart. Who is that?
1: She's from Clarissa Explains It All. Uh, she actually also followed me well, on Twitter. I don't know that either. For, she followed me on Twitter for a while, and then I unfollowed her. I realized she followed literally 500,000 people and kind of took the honor out of it. But <laughs> she was on that, <laughs> and she was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, too, and I think she's got some kind of a comeback going oh. on. She's, yeah, she's, she's been around for a while, yeah. All right.
0: Uh, d- d- changed your life or not changed your life at the age of 15?
1: Didn't change my life, but she also didn't marry Tom Brady, so she's fine in my book.
0: Okay. And then lastly, kind of a surprise, this would have been, I believe, my leader in the clubhouse in two thousand and then completely went off the rails on the crazy train. But Britney Spears, what do you think of Britney Spears?
1: She was I don't know, she's either slightly younger than me or slightly older than me. But she's uh like she's one of the top earning uh female artists right now. She went from like, you know, like chaos and in the tabloids every day to now she's out earning everybody so good to her good for her she's certainly made better life choices than i have so who am i to judge
0: (laughs) i would guess she's two years older than you that's my guess well there you go i have well
1: i have two years to catch
0: up i I don't know for sure
1: she's she's like worth 500 million dollars and i'm worth like 45 dollars. so i'm gonna get her these next two years are gonna be big for me i can feel it (laughs) Woo!
0: Grab hold on the ground floor, people. Exactly. It's going to be this podcast. A little bit of stock. This this
1: podcast is our key to wealth. We've earned zero dollars. I'm in the hole. I send Steve (laughs) a check every month for hosting to split it with him. We're we're coming back in a big way. I can feel it. Uh, I keep him under glass with that dollar that I won from you like eight months ago.
0: (laughs) you'd forgotten about that. I still have it I, in the envelope that it came in. I will
1: never forget that dollar, and I will avenge it. I will earn that dollar back. Mark my words.
0: All right. All right. And uh, speaking of vengeance being mine rather than yours, I won this week. And when you 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 said you were going to do William Tell this week. And because you're a history major and I like music, we had very different ideas of what was about to happen. <laughs> But I was expecting big, like, John Philip Sousa overture kind of music and you doing some kind of strutting thing in a Darth Vader cape. But instead, (laughs) we get four like uh, semi-maniacal girls shooting at you, trying to get an apple off of your head. And I don't think there was one direct hit in the whole bevy no, well, of th- th- bullets sadly, that was sent your way. it took
1: three takes. There were other takes after that where I really knew it was going to happen. Their aim really didn't improve. It kind of surprised me after all the time we spent practicing with those. <laughs> I think it was because my eyes were protected. If I took off the glasses, I'm sure they would have hit me in the eye every time. But they were not going to hit that apple. That apple just wasn't happening. But it also wasn't staying on my head. The the real winner there was Gravity. It took care of that apple for them.
0: Well, you were certainly on Gravity's team because you were flinching like a chicken with your head cut off. Yeah. Pardon the pun.
1: I, you know what? Those darts, they can hurt sometimes, depending. Now, those those guns are kind of unreliable, and they were an unreliable hand. So sometimes they come out with the force that you would swear would puncture drywall. And sometimes they just kind of limply <laughs> flop to the ground. And you never know which one you're going to get. So it's... uh. I, I challenge you to sit in front of those four girls all armed with guns and, and not flinch. <laughs> your, your self-preservation instinct will kick in.
0: Well, you had the gogs. I did. Um, you had the protective eyewear. I expected you in like full hockey gear or a catcher's gear, but no, you were just there. I, was. I don't know if you were wearing a steel cup, but you were there in front of God and everyone getting shot at from all in, different angles. actually in this angles. exact
1: outfit I'm wearing right now. I need no more protection against them than I need against you. But luckily, against you, I also have distance to separate me. So that's my <laughs> my real saving grace there.
0: Alright, well at some point that gap will close and we'll do another face to face and then we'll see if you're wearing your protective eye. <laughs> I got the hat, and this thing will ward off like gypsy voodoo spells also, this I thing. I thought you didn't know that.
1: It will just ward off all other human beings. You look like the crazy homeless guy on the <laughs> corner. You really do. Nobody's approaching you when you're wearing that thing.
0: my wife said, but I took it as like sexual innuendo. I'm not sure exactly if that's how she meant it, but the look of disgust was certainly one that I've known to be the come hither look.
1: (laughs) You have a very interesting marriage that I want to know nothing else about.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into a talk versus music radio. We have burned up enough of these fine people's time So, we've got the Guam quarter of fate here, and last week I hit the ceiling because I don't know my own brute strength. But tell me what the two sides of the coin will represent for you. I'm going to
1: give you some bad news, because after dinking around with all your side topics, we still haven't complimented each other. So, I'm going to go ahead and jump (gasps) in quickly with this. I would like to compliment you on your poor time management skills. There's going to be a day where we hit the 25-minute mark and have not even mentioned the topic. (laughs) That day is edging closer and closer every episode. And we almost Hit it today, but not quite because thankfully I am here to gradually steer you off your tangents, no matter how wild. So, I guess let's all just be grateful for me for controlling you and your incredible time wasting skills. Compliment delivered. Oh, wow,
0: that's so so not my compliment, but it takes a big man to admit when he's right, James. And I've got to say, you complimenting yourself through me is just a it's a it's a gift that you got. <laughs> The compliment I want to give you is your absolute irrelevance is the absolute irrelevance of time in your life because you really don't do any preparation for the show anyway. And so if we start a few minutes early, a few minutes late, it's fine with you. If I call and say I can't go tonight, can we go tomorrow? You're like, oh, was that tonight? Like for you, it's just sit down, let the cameras roll and then catch as catch can.
1: It really, it really is, and it helps that I have such a feeble debate partner. I, I'm confident that on zero seconds notice, I can probably come up with something better than you. So that's that's you know reassuring. I guess if I ever if I ever replace you with somebody younger and spryer, I might be in trouble. But for now, your gradual descent into old age is really on my side. So a secondary compliment. Thank you for edging closer to death every day. Your demise has really helped my debate skills.
0: James, if you ever get another host, will they look this good in a hat like this?
1: Come on. Again, I was trying to stay body positive a second ago, and I'm going to think every person on earth looks better than you in that hat. I really do. I'm (laughs) hard-pressed to think of anybody who could possibly look worse. I mean, I live with a pig, and that pig looks a lot better than you. But she doesn't wear a stupid hat, so it is what it is.
0: Uh, All right. Well. (laughs) And the 25-minute mark is looming. <laughs> All right,
1: flip the corner. So, <laughs> All right, so. What, do you, what, what size? Heads a uh, talk radio, tails music radio.
0: Heads is talk, tails is music. It's up, it's down, and it is heads. So you, sir, have talk radio. All
1: right, so talk radio is really what you need if you're going to listen to the radio for longer than an hour. Anybody who's ever been on a car trip or been working while the radio's playing in a blue collar job or in the office in your cubicle, after an hour, I mean, those top forty songs—they've repeated three times. What are you going to listen to? Uh, it just—it just drives you crazy. But talk radio is interesting. It, it keeps you going. It makes you think as you work, and it makes the workday go faster. It makes the car trip go faster. It tells you interesting things, and it doesn't have to be political. I mean, think about car talk on, uh, you know, NPR or any of those other things. Just guys who are, who are happy and full of life, like everything that we're not. Like we're the we're the opposite of car talk, uh, and their knowledge too again the opposite of us but you can really yeah. learn something yeah. out there i mean talk um talk radio is like the precursor to podcast podcasts are like compartmentalized talk radio and we are begging these yeah. good people to come listen to us they've all got to love talk radio too and talk radio has really everything you want if you're liberal if you're conservative if you're in between it's got your flavor out there for you i don't know how you could possibly disagree with talk radio
0: Man, talking about all the different variety of flavors, just look at the dial on those uh, satellite radios. There is music for every genre, for every age group. Uh, They have a couple of talk stations for the boring old (laughs) codgers like you that have given up on life and don't care about jamming to the beats anymore like I do. James, I was born with the music in me. You understand? So you can what talk radio doesn't have is Journey and Bon Jovi and Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, Rat, Warrant, Great White. I could go on and on. I could list the entire menu of Hair Nation, and I know all the words to all the songs because every time you hear a song from your youth, which for you would be like Thursday of two weeks ago, (laughs) you it it sparks memories, and you have what's called uh, context-dependent memories that come up, and you remember when you were out on your first date in this place. You remember your prom theme. it played. I didn't go to prom. My girlfriend went with somebody else two years in a row. By the way. Anyway, but all of those, kind, that's a true story. Uh, that, uh, those memories come in and that's, yes, yes. And my girlfriend, I swear to God, James, this is not, I, I'll get back on point in a second, but I dated two straight prom queens the year that they were the prom queen and they both went to the prom with the prom king. That was not me. So one year, my senior year, we had a SpaghettiOs loser party at my house. And everyone had to bring a can of SpaghettiOs, and we dumped them into this wading pool, like a little kid's plastic pool. Anyway,
1: uh, I was No, no, no. We don't just walk past this story. We don't just walk (laughs) past this. There are are so many parts of this that I'm not going to believe. I'm
0: running past the story, James. I'm not walking. I'm on a moped,
1: man. You dated two prom queens. And then in your... yeah, Okay, that one, that's strike one for believability. Two... I mean, even like if you—the way prom works is even if you're the prom king or the prom queen, you still have your own date. Your own date is just when you go up front to sit down. You sit with the other person for the coronation. Then you go back to your date. Like your your date was lying to you. They didn't have to go with the prom king. They chose to. You were dumped, my friend. You were dumped. Uh, the SpaghettiOs, oddly enough, I do believe. If there's anything out of that that happened, it's you skipping prom to eat SpaghettiOs. That that stacks up with your current physique. So let's go ahead and put that one in the true compartment.
0: I got a little thing called dignity. And uh, my girlfriend is going to be the prom queen. I am not going to go and get upstaged by a guy who's taller, better looking, in better shape, and has more hair than me. That's not going to happen. I if I'm driving a Toyota Corolla, I don't park it next to a Rolls-Royce. You know what I'm saying? I,
1: I also, park it next to a Yugo or a Geo Metro. I know well, I used to drive a Geo Metro. It was a fine car. <laughs> but the uh, I want to know that oh, you said you okay. went to two different you had two different prom queens. So the relationship oddly enough, after she went with a better man voluntarily, the relationship didn't last. And I, I'm going to also note that oh. you didn't marry either of those women. So there's there's the shocker as well. So,
0: <laughs> my wife was a Division One college NCAA cheerleader. Does that matter? It,
1: it, well, yeah, but then there's there's got to be something wrong with her too because she picked you. Like that, that that's the part of the story that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so many holes and this is the guy who wants you to listen to music and music is reruns that's what it is heard that song once you've heard it a million times the
0: planes came in and kapow Pearl Harbor I'm going down
1: you you can listen to it a few times but like if you're working you can't just hear the same thing over and over as you do the same task over and over talk radio like rarely repeats every once in a while they run reruns if somebody's on vacation but it's a new adventure every day something new you listen to car talk there's something different wrong with that car every day. I had no idea so many things could go wrong with the car. It's incredible. (laughs) There's there's a whole world of things out there for people to talk about. And I think they can talk without playing the same four chords over and over again and repeating some bad poetry over it. That's what that's what your Top 40 radio station is. James, if you're going to listen for any... Why do you keep coming? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I won't cut you off. Who
0: listens to Top 40 radio? Like uh, You are in the auto-tune generation where nobody actually plays an instrument and nobody actually sings. Man, people who are a little older than you, namely people that went to high school, High school prior to the 2000s. They grew up when music was music, man. And it's nostalgic when you hear music. And talking about how talk radio doesn't repeat, if you put it on the same station, it's just going to be the same blah, blah, blah all the time, even listening to the news all day. They run out of stuff to talk about, so they just recycle stuff over and over again. Music is the heartbeat. You open the window in your brain and let the fresh air of music come in. And it inspires you, man. It moves you. You can't do a workout and listen to talk radio. <laughs> you absolutely you got to get a little something with a beat.
1: Are you going to tell me you're going to go on a 10-hour car trip and you're going to listen to music that whole drive, all 10 hours? Yes. Yes?
0: Yes, we do it when we drive to Detroit for hockey. Because on the 80s channel, they have the weekly top 40. So that's about a two-hour chunk. And then you hit the 70s channel and they do Casey Kasem's top uh, I think it's the top 40 from that week in 1970-something. And then you flip on Mark McGrath on the 90s channel, and you get the top 30 from the 90s this week. It's fantastic. It's just
1: You're just caught in this sick time warp trying to relive glory days that never happened. Your glory days were your prom dates being stolen by better men. Why are you trying to go back and relive this part of your life? If you're feeling nostalgic, grab some SpaghettiOs, so and then just listen to talk radio and move on a little bit. Oh, man. You so-
0: I, I, You know what? No, I'm sorry I told you that story. No, I'm, sorry. I,
1: I'm going to cling to that for the rest of my life. I'm that is, I'm not going to say it changed my impression of you. Uh, it just completely confirmed everything uh, I previously uh, believed <laughs> about you. It was definitely a mistake to tell me that. Oh, man. It's just the hat, everything else. It all makes sense now. But your son, you make your son listen to all those decades of music on that long drive. And he still rides with you. <laughs>
0: My son knows all the words to almost every Poison, Guns and Roses, and Bon Jovi song out there. When he was five years old, we have video of him riding his bike down the street, yell singing, dude looks like a lady. Like he knew all the words to Aerosmith at the age of five. Now, I wanted a bumper sticker that said, my kid's not an honor student, but he knows all the words to sweet child of mine.
1: Now just imagine if during that same time you had listened to talk radio with the news on it. What citizen he would be how much he would know about the world the amount of knowledge you could put in his head on that 10-hour car trip he could clip you know you could skip government or civics class in high school because he would know everything but no you gave him some lyrics to some songs from a long time ago that's what that's your your legacy to him you've ruined that child I, I think we. If he listened to the
0: news all the time, he would be as angry and bitter and obstinate as you. And that's not what I want to raise. I, I
1: want to raise someone. I hardly ever listen them. to the news. I'm this bitter and obstinate without the news. Thank you very much. There's no <laughs> other ways to get that way, mostly from talking with you.
0: Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, we're gonna have to cut it right there this is actually gonna be the longest episode we've ever had right. because people wanted to just stare at the hat. But roll the dice. All right, I'm going to roll the self. dice. If
1: you want to vote for me, Insanity, and Talk Radio, vote for 56. <laughs> if you want to vote for the guy with the hat who had two prom dates stolen after they told him they had to go <laughs> with the Homecoming King, vote for <laughs> 95. We shall never speak of this again. 95. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 9. Just the number 9. Wow, yeah. we've never had a single-digit number, I don't believe. I don't think so either. It's a first for everything. It's in a big night. You divulge some embarrassing stories. We got a single-digit. You got crushed in the debate. <laughs> Everything's coming up tonight.
0: All right. Well, this might be the last episode of Wrong and Wrong, or ever, <laughs> at least the one that features me. So I hope you all drink it in and just swish it around before you let it go. Until next week. This is a regretful but a very good-looking Steve Olivas for James the Unicorn Breakwell, who's a bit snarky tonight and hopefully drunk, so he won't remember any of this tomorrow. I'm saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.